collecting table. Power! Told a man, come down off the tree. I'm going to your house. Power! Met a woman at the well. And she left with what she came for and went home with what she needed. Power! The gospel is power. Power to make you walk right. Power to make you shout right. This power here will make you move. Man one time went on a trip and he had a bag with him. And they stopped him at the airport and said, what's in the bag? He said, dynamites. Everybody went to running. See what's in their bag with dynamite. They opened up with a whole lot of Bibles. See, see, that word power means do the most power. God's word is a dynamite. It'll bust open some stuff. It'll break up some stuff. Power. Do you have your power with you? Get your Bible. Power. That's your dynamite. God help me preach this morning. Get a little happy here. Power will make you take stuff you don't want to take. Power will make you smile when you want to frown. Power will make you love when you want to hate. Power will make you run when you stand still. Power will make you go to second mile. You can't stand up against the devil if you don't have this power. Power will make you go on. When you want to quit. Somebody said, why you don't quit? Power, baby. It's the power of God. I'm not ashamed because of the good news, the gospel. Not ashamed of this gospel because it is what? Power of God. Power. But look at it. Power of God unto salvation. To everyone that believes. Now, it's not only power that'll move you. It's, I'm not ashamed because God used the gospel to connect us back to him. We were out of fellowship before Christ came with the gospel. 400 years, God didn't say nothing from Malachi to Matthew. And now God's quit talking to man. He starts sending prophets. He starts sending all uh, other people to connect to man. God wouldn't come near him no more. He messed up in the garden and God said, I got to stand my distance. But when the fullness of time had come, when Jesus came to the world, he said, I came to bring you salvation. Which means I come to save you, bring you good news to save you from your sin. Now, we've seen a lot of power. The Romans had power. They had legions. They could conquer anything in the world. Paul knew that. That was power. Paul knew there were other nations around that had power. When we look around us, we see power in the wind. We've seen how wind can come through. And like a whistle, blow down buildings. We've seen power in earthquakes that can wipe out a whole nation in just 10 minutes. We've seen the waves standing up like hands on the forehead, forepart of their body, kicking their hook up, 
breathing out smoke out the nose and, and kick it up far. Like the wave that's dancing up to overshadow and take you when you're on the ocean swallowed up by the water. That's power. We've seen our nuclear arson that can wipe out our country with one blast. That's power, but it's not saving power. I've seen a lot of power around me, but it's not saving power. I've seen political power, military power, but it's not saving power. God said, I'm giving you saving power. Why? Because you need to be saved. You can have a whole lot of power. You can have degrees power, intellect power, money power, but you're lost. God said, I don't care about that power. I'm going to give you something that's going to hold you when you're gone. That is, get back with salvation power. That is connecting back to God. Got to get this. God's forgiveness is the greatest thing you could ever have. Who knows you better than anybody? And when people don't forgive, you know, there are a lot of reasons why people don't want to forgive you. Sometimes people don't want to forgive you because they don't want to see you overcome. Sometimes people don't want to forgive you because they love having something on you. They could leave but don't want to leave because they're going to use that to beat you upside the head. Now they got a club. And they want that privilege because of their egocentric attitude. They're into their ego. Oh, I got something on you, so I'm better than you. When they get need more forgiveness than you. But they got that on you now. And some people don't want to forgive you. That's too much freedom. They don't want to see you have all that. They got to hold you hostage on something. I got something on you. I can that's that's feeding their ego like they some big mighty somebody. I got something on you. I don't want to let you go. I don't want to see you prosper. I don't want to see you go up. I'm jealous of you. I'm envious of you. Why would I want to see you overcome? And that's why some folk won't forgive. Some folk don't want to forgive me because they want you to stay off of them. So if they keep bringing up your mess, you won't look at that mess. Y'all ain't praying me. That's what happened when they tried to condemn the woman caught in the act. They brought her up, didn't want to forgive. They brought up the woman, didn't bring the man. That's always been strange to me. It takes two to do it. Right? Now they said caught in the act means somebody was peeping. Now how you know the woman in there with a man if you weren't peeping? Somebody was looking through a keyhole. And they were church folk that brought the woman up. And then dragging the woman. Woman, master, this woman caught in the act. What shall we do? Well, why didn't you all stone her? If you caught her? No, they were after Jesus. They wanted him to say stone her, then they go back and report it. He had the woman killed. And if he had let the woman go, they would have said, you're not a prophet. They had Jesus. But you know what? Jesus looked and saw their sin, stooped down on the ground. And I don't know if he didn't write the name, but he just wrote what they've been doing. Liar. Adulterer. Who was that so-and-so house last night? 
And when they looked down there and saw that he was talking about them, the Bible said they walked away from the eldest to the youngest. And I think the eldest walked off first because they've been doing it longer. Uh -oh. <laughs> and Jesus looked up at the woman and said, where are your accusers? She said, I have none, Lord. He said, go sin no more. The very people were condemning her were guilty of something. And they brought up the woman, didn't bring the man. Wonder who was he? Was he a deacon? I said that one time, the deacon hollered back, was he a preacher? <laughs> he must have been somebody important. Why did they want to forgive her? They were after somebody. And they were using her. So some folk won't forgive you because they don't want you to be forgiven. But God forgave us by sending us his son and giving me salvation. Uh, my time, I got to roll out now. You need to hold your head up and say, I'm so glad God's not like man. When people won't forgive you because they got an ego trip going and they want something on you to hold you hostage, you say, I'm free by the blood of Jesus. I've gone to him for forgiveness, and whether you forgive me or not, I'm already forgiven. Hold your head up and don't let defeat get you down. You're already forgiven. He said here, it's salvation. Now as I close this up, what is the salvation that God given us? Three points, three of them.